Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everybody. It's your Troy Baker wizard, Holden McNeely. <laughs> and it's me, your Nolan North Bruiser. Yes, both kinds of reassuring man voices. It feels weird to even say that. Look, we did an interview today with Troy Baker and Nolan North. They have an awesome YouTube channel called Retro Replay. Uh, I just want to immediately say check that out to get more good hangs with them as they play a bunch of old video games. Now they're starting to play more new video games. It's Let's Play, but it's also just like... A chill time. Just like it's a fun two cool hang. seasoned veterans <laughs> just shooting the breeze and telling awesome stories. I can't believe it. I mean, Jake, set us up here. What, 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 what Troy Baker. Let's start with Troy Baker. Troy Baker is uh, a voice actor who's done a lot of voices in anime uh, and uh, came to prominence in video games. Uh, famously, he used Joel in The Last of Us. Uh, he was also uh, Revolver Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid The Phantom Pain. Hell yeah. He played the Joker in the one game that uh, Mark Hamill's dipped out Hell of. Hell yeah. Been in everything. And the two, and uh, Nolan and North, Nolan of North, we've got uh, Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, is probably the one you might know him most from. Desmond Miles from Assassin's Creed. He's on Destiny. He's in um, Last of Us. Holy shit. I mean, that just. You know what I love Nolan North in? He was a voice option in one of the Saints Row games that I played to death. And it was literally like man one, man two, woman one, woman two, British, and then just Nolan North. And it was just awesome because you got to play as the default guy voice in all video games. I will say uh, we never like, in case you're trying to figure out who is who. Um, how do you want to describe it? Because we didn't really like tee it up great in the actual interview. Nolan North has maybe a, a, a deeper voice. Uh, they both have deep voices. They both have deep voices, so it's kind of hard to say. But um, uh, The guy who talks about being Nathan Drake is Nolan North. <laughs> <laughs> and Troy Baker's uh, the other one. who They equally hate uh, Fester's Quest. So we were so glad to get to talk to them about that, specifically uh, uh, for our Adam's Family episode, as well as their uh, Adam's episode, Family where, Adam's Family episode, where they play Fester's Quest, the god-awful NES title, as well as the SNES Adam's Family. So we talk about that, but we also talk about some other really fascinating stuff and just joke around, and they just seem like such great dudes to hang out with. Hence, having a YouTube retro replay channel where you just get to hang out with them. It was so much fun, and without further ado, here is the interview. I, there's a great South Park episode. I don't know if you guys are South Park fans, where they, where they read Catcher in the Rye. In that episode, they read Catch in the Right, and they're all just like, 
the fuck is this? It's like, where is it with this was ba- why was this book banned? It's like it's just some whiny kid. Yeah. The fakers. That, that was like the worst thing that he said. And no, then he's the like, phonies. Phonies. He hates the phonies, phonies. not the yeah. fakers. The phonies. The phonies. And, and he, he almost and he, has sex with a prostitute. And he so almost that's... has sex with a prostitute. <laughs> and he and he and he sneaks a drink. Well, actually, I guess at that time he was legally able to drink in New York. This is what prep uh-huh. school do to a kid. Is it prep school he's going to? Because he yeah. sneaks out and he <clears throat> and he loses yeah. a glove and he's pissed off at the guy. I'm like, this book makes zero sense. <laughs> no, no, no. See the the when he has his flaps up from his uh, uh, catcher's hat uh, when he has flaps up in his thing he's uh he's not blocking out the world but when they're down he's blocking out the world and when it's turned backwards it looks like a catcher's hat and that is symbolic of the catcher in the rye and the ducks fly south for the winter and that is also symbolic of some uh bullshit the point is is that everyone who is angry and 16 years old read that book and is like, I recognize this emotion. This emotion, and since yeah, I can relate to it this. It reminds me of ducks. This, and this. since this is my emotion, it's the most important emotion, and we should teach every child about it. That book exists. It, it exists for one reason, and that is to give us a collaboration, collaboration in film between Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts, which is by far <laughs> the, the worst... Next to honestly, the Beaver, Carrie Ann Moss, and Keanu Reeves and Matrix. Never have I not believed that two people wanted to be in the same room. <laughs> we're going a different direction. Oh, um, Catcher in the Rye is all right, but uh, d- did they make you guys read Flowers for Algernon? That blew my mind when I think about that. They actually like it's the first forced play, us to first play I ever did. I did. I, I read the play. I didn't read the book. I uh, oh. I got cast as an extra, but okay. every extra got a line because it was sixth grade middle school. Sure. And sixth my line grade? my line was it was at the outdoor concert. I got to stand up and go, Shut up and sit down, stupid. <laughs> and it got a laugh. Did you do it just like that? Yes. Because I have some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was delivered perfectly. <laughs> Uh, well, that is, hey, what a compliment. Troy Baker and Nolan North, we should introduce you guys. Oh, I guess. The men guess. who need all the introductions. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, dude. Uh, this is cool. Well, we're being, we're, thank you for being there. Yeah. And we're here. I mean, thank you for existing in space. I love us. looking at you on, on the Skypes. And I forget, where are you guys now? They're in Brooklyn. We're in Brooklyn, so oh, you're in Brooklyn? Right. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'll totally go outside and get a fight to prove it. Get into a hey, fight uh, so is it with <laughs> who? Hey, give me some more mustache wax. <laughs> hey, is it still? Uh, is it still? Uh, is it getting cooler there? I mean, it, you, cause we don't get we don't get seasons. So that like fall when I grew up in New England, fall was mm. started in September. September, October, November, and then you know, winter day. was like December, January, February. But here it's like always oh, kind of here. What do you mean? We get seasons. We have an occasional tree that co- changes color. Oh man, it's some oh, hippie man. paints it. Yeah, you guys don't get shit out there. I've been to L.A. Is uh, it cooling down, or you, is it like an Indian summer there? Is it, is it's wait, cooling wait, down. Wait, you, wait, you, wait, you, wait, you, wait. Are we going from catcher in the rye and the symbology <laughs> to weather <laughs> to weather? We have downgraded. Gone to, we have, gone to flowers yeah. to Algernon. Flowers to Algernon. And sit down and shut up, stupid. Yeah, we did sh- sit down and shut up, stupid. We talked about my uh, theater career as it began and kind of ended not too long after that. Uh, I got kicked out of acting school, actually. <laughs> you, you might be considered uh, you the peed. lucky one. You I was a BFA, BFA actor at Florida State University, and uh, I totally got kicked out after my second year. Uh, yeah, but, dude. you know, it is what it is. You um, rebel. <laughs> 
Hey, did you guys read John Steinbeck? Did you guys have to read The Red Pony and that and that abortion of literally abortion of a book? What's wrong with John Steinbeck, man? That guy. I mean, I'm sure he Pulitzer winner, but God, that's the most. That that book came with a box of razor blades. <laughs> it was just the most. I just want to know the weather in Brooklyn. Uh, okay, <laughs> the exact weather in never, Brooklyn never, right now is you. you're starting to think it's time to take out the window unit AC, yeah. but you haven't yet. But it's not. Oh, yeah. it's okay, I know exactly where you are. Thank you. All right, in Indian summer. Are we still? Is that is that wrong to say? There, I got the app. It's Thanks. Seventy five <laughs> degrees. Seventy five. You could have pulled that up on your phone. Seventy five. Yeah, Seventy five degrees. We're about to go to London. It's 95 degrees in London. Oh, my God. 95. <laughs> and it's always raining. It's quite warm, isn't it? Quite Don't be quite warm, isn't it? Yeah, you've been doing some dialect work. We, uh, we, <laughs> I getting ready for it. Terrible. We thank you for, for having us. We welcome you yeah. into our basement as well. How might we be of service to you? Uh, we were hoping you guys would actually interview us. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I have all of it. I mean, we already started with Holden. We can start unpacking that, <laughs> starting with your parents. Jake went. No, to no. Fat, Jake went to fat camp when he was a little kid. Okay, and it, another... it took, as you can tell. Yeah, um, it but... was successful. <laughs> fat camp was successful. <laughs> I learned to believe, guys. It's it's how skinny you feel on the inside that matters. Understood. <laughs> Listen, I'm on ketosis right now, so you normal-brained people are just mere children in front of my eyes. <laughs> Do you feel like Bradley Cooper in that movie where he takes the pill and, and goes from, like, you know, Lenny with the rabbit? Hungry, yes. <laughs> what was it? The movie was Limitless, and Limitless. that one's amazing because if in the movie, the fact that he took pills to magically get ahead in life is not the issue. It never becomes the issue. It's not even remotely a problem or the issue they're dealing with. It's just now that he's taken the magic pill, some rich people are mad at him for different reasons. That's the main conflict of the movie, which is amazing. It's all a metaphor, right? The thing that surprises me is at the end is that he starts running for president. I was like, come on. But then 2016 happened, and I went, never mind. If that was the most unbelievable thing that I could happen in that movie. Like that Bradley Coop, well, he was just kind of born successful, wasn't he? He just kind yeah. of came out, and they were like, yeah, he, he's, he came out clean and sparkling and, and, and wonderful, and the doctor wanted to adopt him, and that was a whole thing that happened. He just has always it's just another story of a straight, White, white good-looking guy <laughs> trying not to make being his able way to in the world. <laughs> trying to make his way in the world. Uh, the struggle is real. Does it ever get easy for white people? Speaking of straight white guys, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Wizard and the Bruiser. We have a special episode lined up right now. We're talking to two legends of uh, the video game protagonist and, and Troy Baker, Nolan North. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and this is a cool thing you guys have been doing with Retro Replay, yes. uh, and so we wanted to talk to you guys about it. Essentially, you flip the script on everybody. Okay. We used to play you guys in video games. Now you guys are the ones playing the video games. Well, that kind of is our brand. We want to be the place where people come to play the people you play. Right? <laughs> so, like, Nolan North, whom you might know, um, has never played Uncharted, and so we f we finally walked through, and you got to play Uncharted, and it was like everyone just was gobsmacked by the notion that Blessing and a curse, never though. done it. Why? Because Troy won't let me play Uncharted two. We got mm -hmm. through the first one, but until we are actually taping it in front of a camera, I'm not allowed to go play because we want to we want to ah. capture that the reactions the first time I ever get of to course. Uncharted two. Yeah. 
and it's driving me crazy because I got to know what happens to Dude, me. Dude, yeah. Even though... <laughs> <laughs> How does it end? I, I, I forget what happened. Is that what everybody goes through? They just want to know what happens to them. You we want to do it in a digital yeah. space. Dude, you didn't binge watch. There's not a lot of people that I know that's like our binge playing Uncharted. Like that's That's like, hi, I had this steak and then this steak and then this steak. Uh, uh, that's yeah. a mistake, is what you do. Yeah. We we sat down and we were like, uh, we, we worked together on several projects, and then we started. Um, we did a press tour for for Uncharted Four, and we, then we started doing conventions after that. And if you don't get along with somebody that you're on the road with, those trips become real long, real fast. And so, all right, name names. Name I want to know who you didn't get along with on the road. I want to know where they live. I want to know everything. Who's the biggest turd in voice acting? <laughs> they're not. They're not. Well, we are. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's why we can only You're travel with each other. Stuff. Shit sticks together. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's so folksy. Um, I am the flies to his shit, and he to mine. Yes, we we started. Like, we just found it was like, wow, we can we can actually hang, and there was a lot of bourbon and Guinness involved. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we were like, let's do something that we can build and make and and call our own. And I grew up playing games, but there's a shit ton of games that I didn't play growing up. And then there's just like you didn't play. Like I played some, you know, and then just then just life, life got in the way. And then uh you know, it's just to be able to go back and play some older ones that I never played, but I you know, I had friends who had gone back and played games and that's where the whole retro element came in. Mm. And now as we continue on We'll always be doing some retro games, but I think we're going to expand and yeah. and move into other things. That's why you know virtual replay on Mondays. We've done started that. Hell yeah! Um, you know, doing that because I've always I literally after the first day doing it on the way home went picked up a <laughs> went PSVR. To Best Buy. Hello, sir. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, yes. that. I want, <laughs> I want that in my face right now. Yeah, and and it was great because. Um, even the game that debuted today, Super Hot, it was or, or Super Heat, Super Hot, Super Hot, Super Hot, yeah, Super, super Hot. hot. It, my, super my, my kids hot. actually, Super Hot. <laughs> it's like I heard that they, my kid, kids super and their friends uh, just got together. They said, "Have you ever played the Super Hot?" I'm like, "No, wait till Monday." We you did see me play. It was great. And and the cool thing is, I actually got. I don't know if I told you what? this. I got to go in while they were doing it. I said, "Dad, check out this game." And I didn't tell him I'd played. I said, oh, can I try? And they're like, oh, uh, okay. Use a uh, and I just whipped ass. Winger. Like, yeah. Yes. See, so we did. We did. I expect you to die. We had super hot. Keep talking and nobody explodes. I love that game. I get into so many fights with my wife over that game. It is like next to Ikea, you know, building furniture at Ikea. It is like the biggest marital stress test ever. The person with the manual has got to chill. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? They just need to. The, the, you were oh, very you need calm. To be the calm. Mm. But Lexi, you need to learn how to read Morse code. Okay, <laughs> you got to put in the time. I'm talking to my wife right now. You got to put in the time on your own and learn how to do it. Cause it's incredibly frustrating to be the man with the. Man. I. Uh, uh, by the way, I obviously have no fucking chill. So I'm a terrible person. Are you? Uh, are you better with the with the with the uh, manual or with the? I'm better with the, with the manual. I'm better with the manual, I think, too. I, I, I'm not good with the manual. I basically was like, I'm in the van telling you what to do. You're with the bomb. You're about to die. I will, I will, I will, see, you, uh, I will see you in hell. <laughs> My wife and actually, we, we came home and I was yep, like, you've, you've got to play this. And it was great. She, she, did, she did well. She panics, but she's super competitive, but she panics very easily. 
uh, under pressure in situations like that. So, like, she takes, she 100% buys into the narrative that, like, this is about to explode. Um, (laughs) But what else did we do? We did, we did a a Blood and Truth. Go. I I got a big question for you because this is going to release around the time of our Adams Family episode. We do uh, fun. Fun jutainment yes. at, uh, uh, stuff. So we've actually covered you guys pretty extensively because we did an episode on Naughty Dog, we did an episode on Bioshock, among many other video games. We just talk about the history of them and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna release this around the time you guys release your Adam's Family episode. And I just wanted to ask, what the fuck were you thinking when you decided to play Fester's Quest? Because Drew is traditionally- Lewis, <laughs> it's Drew's fault. Oh my God, at Drew Lewis, and I say that so that you can at at Drew Lewis. That was a swing and a huge freaking miss. I think he did it on purpose. <laughs> there's a few that he sneaks in. Like there's games I'm like, dude, we should absolutely play this. Like I, I campaigned hard for the Matrix because that's my mm. jam. Like I can get into the lore. The game is so much fun. There's a bunch of games that I want to play. Nolan's kind of like, I've heard this is fun. Or people, we ask people constantly. We close every episode. I would say, what do we play next? And that's not just a sign off. That's a legitimate petition <laughs> to get people <laughs> yeah. to tell us what we want to play. It's like, oh, everybody wants to see us play Earthworm Jim. So we play that. Um, Shinobi was a big arcade game that I did. And then Drew, I'm looking at you, you woolly bastard. I think he did that on purpose because like, it is terrible. It is yes. terrible. To his credit, he gave us an out because we did Fester's Quest, which is just not even a game. It's just <laughs> no. No, it's torture. What? It, what? Like there was like <laughs> it is. It is. Which is it was, it was, it was turkey. Torture. Turkey were attacking you. Yeah, it looked. I. I. It looked like. Yeah, it looked like turkeys. It looked or, or frog, but it was weird. And then you'd shoot, just jelly, and then you'd get. And then there was no <laughs> point. And then you, one friggin' fly hits you, and you're dead. Back to the beginning. Back to the very beginning. Like what? So I, this is literally the story behind Fester's Quest, which is there was a guy working at Sunsoft. For in America, go oh the real Sunsoft story. was this I know Sunsoft. huge uh, Japanese developer and publisher that was basically one of like the three companies that were making like good Famicom games in the eighties. And this guy named Richard Robbins was their America guy. It was his idea to turn like whatever like Tank Master Go Elite Squad into Master Blaster, the game where you find your frog down a hole. Like he was the localizing guy. And he literally says he had the idea for Fester's Quest in a dream and demanded that Sunsoft make it a game. Wow. So wait, it was <laughs> a Famicom game? Uh, it was, I or mean. he made Famicom and then they did they they made this, because it's an NES game. It's an NES game. It's The Famicom's the Japanese Nintendo. Um, He was like, we got to do this. They didn't have the rights to the Addams Family. He called the widow of uh, the artist, what's it? Blank Adams, I forgot his name. Anyway, the widow was like, I don't know, there's this movie deal, I don't want to fuck, because the movie hadn't even come out yet. This is just a weird guy weird. who just kind of remembered the TV show that was in reruns. No There was way. no buzz, no <laughs> hype, no reason for this game to exist, and he did not speak Japanese. The development team was in Japan, and he would go fly back and forth and say to an interpreter what he wanted the game to be. His partner was the guy who drew the fucked up box art with the spider on it. They were just like, hey, you you helped me design this game. And what? The, fact, the fact that you start over from the beginning was a mistake because box it was box art guy's job to do bug <laughs> testing. And in the debug version, there was a safe state. There was like passwords to like for, for getting through the levels. And he just assumed that was a feature. 
but they never demanded a password safe feature to the Japanese developers who wow. did not give a shit. They never heard of Adam's family and they reused a bunch of sprites and code from Master Blaster in the first place. That's why it's such an un like when you're like, what were they thinking? The answer is they were they had no right to be making this. <laughs> Nobody involved had any clue what they were doing. Man, these are the stories that I absolutely love. <laughs> Like See, the, fun utainment. Man, how do you? Man, he knows where do you, everything. Where do you know? Where, where does the source of that? Besides, please, like Wikipedia, man. No, no. Um, Not there really, because uh, I looked on Wikipedia. And I didn't see that batshit story. No, no. Uh, there's a uh, like because again because this is Nintendo era and in like early 2000s internet. That's when the Nintendo fanboys like started trying to like actually dig up all this information. So. Uh, a blogger by the name of Kid Fenris did an interview with this guy, with uh, Richard Robbins, like years and years ago, where he finally like let loose all this stuff. Hmm. Uh, the same team that made Fester's Quest also ended up making uh, Mutant League Football. Together. I, was, I thought you were going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because it's very similar in its shittiness. To oh no, that, that was game. no, dear God, there is a which one beautiful rainbow one? of shittiness. Yeah, yeah. the NES uh, Teenage. Have you guys done that one yet? We have. That's the NES version we did, right? That that yes. was just. Again, another torture chamber. It's like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, and you get all as far as you think you could go. And it's like, nope, back to the beginning. Leonardo, suck it. <laughs> Like, wow. What is what's the worst game you've played on this uh, Oof. program? Oof, Buster's Quest is really <laughs> up there. I yeah. believe and it. I don't. Not, I believe um, it. What, what else would you? Top five would have to be. Oh wait, there's another one. What am I thinking of that was like, this is stupid. Honestly, and Drew's going to hate I said this. It was so bad. It was the only episode that's never aired. <laughs> Comic Zone. Oh. Wait Beautiful a minute. There's a, there's a very polarizing response. Oh, oh. I remember that game being like, oh, this looks like the shit. This is like, oh, you're playing a comic book. This is so cool. And then it was just immediately too hard. It, yeah, it wasn't just that. It was like, set. what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> I don't get it. What was another one that was just like, this is a terrible game? It was, what was the one? There was oh, one. Shaq Fu. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. Shaq Fu. Yeah, yeah. but Shaq Fu had. Terrible. Yeah, but no, but there, there was. Oh, God, you put me on the spot. I'm trying to remember some because there was. There was. There's a, always. There's a couple where we, we started and we went. No, do something else. Uh, the, like we did Space Invaders twice. Yeah, the, the first one it was like this is, this is like watching paint dry. It was terrible. This is it was so boring, and I remember hours in my basement playing that Atari version. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst, and it just ruined part of my childhood memories. <laughs> and then we went to uh, the other version, and at least it moved a little quicker. And you, but before it's like drop, 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 drop. I'm like, wow. People are you can hear people turning off the internet at that point. Canceling their their subscription see this is where I disagree with you because I don't think by the way, I know we're getting back to Adam's family. Oh, sure. But I believe that you like that story of 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 where of Sunsoft and, and where all of this came from, you might be able to dig deep into the internet and be able to like, you know, find out where that story came from. But it's it's not so much about the Wikipedia. This is more about because we we started saying, well, what if we just like delve into the history of these games and stuff? It's not about that. This is about it's never about the game. It's all about the hang. Yeah, yeah. And this has nothing to do with um, the history or anything. It's it's not even about the game that we're playing. There's some games where we play like seven minutes of of a game. It's not about the game. It's about 
why we play games and what happens when we play them. That's it. Because yeah. I've had so many times of of uh, just kicking back and playing GTA and doing the heists or whatever with with four of my friends or whatever, or or playing. I didn't I didn't really like the Red Dead online because uh, I, I like Red Dead to be kind of an isolated experience. But Same. like, I'm super. I, I don't care what people say. I'm super stoked about Modern Warfare. I love the reboot. I love that they're they're bringing back Price. I cannot wait to do those smaller two v two, you know, PvP mode. I am I am. 100% in, and I'm, I want him to go back and play, um, especially Modern Warfare 2, because those sniper missions were just my favorite. Um, and I feel with, once we start to get into jetpacks and shit, and by the way, I'm speaking from experience, I was in one with a jetpack. <laughs> that's not what I wanted Call of Duty to be. And uh-huh. in, in this you know post-Fortnite world, <laughs> I, I just kind of like, I love squad bait. I don't want to have to go like SOCOM or... Or anything that's like super like Ghost Recon. We played Ghost Recon the other day. I was like, this is too hard. I just like <laughs> gear up, go with my friends, squad based, kind of tactical. But then it's going to be a tomahawk to the forehead or whatever. How I, about uh, how about Gears? Uh, what is it? Six just Gear, came no, out. No Gears Five, five, five. dude. Uh, I am I am about to delve hardcore into Gears Five, man. That yeah. is um, that is well, especially we have friends that are in it, like John DiMaggio, Laura Bailey, Rahul Coley, Liam McIntyre. Um, and I just the the reclamation of of that franchise was one of the greatest franchises that we uh, we ever have. You're looking at me. You remembered a bad bad game? No, no. <clears throat> I was just looking at Drew. Drew showed me some stuff, and I, I was trying to come up. Shaq Fu was on our list. <laughs> Twisted Twisted Metal was kind of weird. He didn't like Twisted Metal because of because of uh, clowns. <laughs> but but it just it just was like just... he didn't like it because of the clowns. Well, yeah, the clowns sucked. I don't like like the creepy things. Like speaking of creepy and the jeepers and the fleepers and the peepers, whatever. <laughs> what do you want to know about Adam's family? Oh, well, uh, uh, okay. So second game's a little bit better. Second right? game's well, uh, it's yeah. two different weird things because the first uh, Fester's Quest is like lazy Japanese Nintendo jankiness. Yeah, and the second game was made by OceanSoft, which is a British company. And uh, that's like European Amiga port jankiness, which is its own <laughs> separate version of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Why is this so hard? None of these enemies are thematically appropriate. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, it's better than the alien subplot in the NES one. <laughs> Why is there a spaceship? But what? the thing is, it it it's it's the greatest game ever uh, after Why? playing Fester's Quest. Oh, ever. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thank that, that God. Thing, that thing only holds up because this I was just happy to see, oh, there's better color. There's, I can, <laughs> you know, you can actually make out what is what. Uh, I mean, that, that Fester in that Fester's Quest looked like my, my Aunt Tess, you know, 1978. <laughs> wow, I'm like, I don't know what that's just sort of a white bulbous shape. That that was you have no was, hair and was test. It was kinda you couldn't tell, but then you know you get in there and at least it, it, that one had some mechanics. Were the other one was, <laughs> it was a platformer. It was a platformer with like people who just did. It was like, hey, there's this really cool new drug that everybody is doing. It's called mescaline, and we should take it and then just like design levels based upon that. It's like no one's ever gonna be able to play this. Like ah, whatever. It's like what if we took the mechanics from the old tank game combat. And just put like fester. No, I'm talking about the second one. It's just the the uh. second one was the one that was like, it's a platformer, but none of yeah. it makes sense. And uh-huh. you're in a house that you don't get to live in anymore because you got evicted. I was like, the mo- we have the most fun 
we do a stupid thing because with Drew is is very diligent and he he writes out uh, a summary and and the mechanics and the game cheats and like a little section that a lot of times he just pulls from other things. It, sometimes it's it's taken directly from the like the booklet that we used to get and uh, like in the game, you know, or it's just something that he's either made up or something, but it's the plot. And so this become like a big segment where I do this big thing where like it's time for the plot and we yell it out or whatever. I learn the most trivial. My brain doesn't have space. Joe Musashi was his name in Shinobi. I didn't know that. Need to know that. See, back Care in the day, we that? had the we had the booklet. You know, we had the booklet, and that was our our only resource for learning about anything when it comes to the plot of the video game. True. And, yeah. Now, now they explain it. You know. Oh, and nausea. But I think that changed the way that we make games and the way that we consume yep. them. Because before we uh, we finally played Mortal Kombat, it was like when you need to understand when we when we found out about fatalities, that was because some dude wandered in and was like, "Bro, you gotta go back forward, down forward, low punch." When you're playing a sub zero on this level, you won't believe what happens. It was all word of mouth because there, oh, man, yeah. there was no way to proliferate that information. And now someone's going to design a level that tutorializes the player. And I feel we've dumbed down gaming to the lowest common denominator because we're scared that people won't like the game. And we have to make sure they like the game because if our Metacritic isn't an 84 or an 85, we don't get to make another one because the publisher is negotiating. It's like, what the fuck happened? It's cha- Games journalism has changed the way that games are made. It's, uh, it's a combination of things because uh, we just did an episode on uh, Sid Meier's Civilization. Dude. Boring game. Boring game compared to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've watched too many dice conferences and GDC talks. And these old guys are talking about how, like, in ye olden times, you made a game and you had like you like the testers were like, all right, you get a half hour to ease them into the game. And after a half hour, if they don't like it, they'll put it down. And now they're being told, like, you get two minutes. Yeah, yeah. you get two minutes. And if you don't hook them. See, that's why out. I love the Dark Souls franchise that the Dark Souls, when I Punishers. played it, it, a- it actively tried to make me stop playing the game. And for some reason, that was kind of like you know, playing hard to get in the dating field. It just had me keep coming back. I was like, oh, yeah, you don't want me to play you? Let me get really fucking good at you. Because the guy who made it was nostalgic for the MK Arcade days where, like, the games Uh, were unplayable until a random friend was like, oh, no, uh, the wall at the beginning of the game is fake. It was the arcade at the Walmart. I would go to the Walmart and stand around the Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet and wait for somebody to come and blow my mind with some new fatality. And teach you how to play that. Yeah, we were playing Ghosts and Goblins, and I never got past like I would play yeah, that in, 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 the, in the grocery <laughs> store, and I would never play. I would never get past the second level, and it wasn't until we played it again we realized you're not supposed to. <laughs> you're never supposed to beat the game. No, you're supposed to give that game as all of your money, every bit of it. And if you do beat it, it goes ha ha ha. That was all a dream. It sends you back to the beginning. <laughs> as a, as a nine year old. In the in the Skaggs Alpha Beta grocery store, I would have flipped that thing over. What? what? In a way, it, it was the Spec Ops the line of its era. It really made you think. <laughs> way to be relevant there. Gentlemen, yeah. welcome to Dubai. <laughs> uh, so, okay, I'm still stuck on the fact that uh, you made Nolan 
play Uncharted for the first time. Made him. Yeah. We were clamoring for it. I was going to go back to that too cuz also I just started thinking about like what it must be like to is it weird to play yourself in a simulation and do you think one day someone is going to walk up to you inform you that you're actually in a simulation and try to unplug you from Hell the yeah, simulation dude. you're living in? Uh, that would I'd be okay with it. It's the scene from The Matrix, but instead of tubes, it's just mocap dots. You're just like, ah! yeah. Wait a minute! Ah! Exactly. I knew no, it all along. It was. It. I like. I said when I first started that game, I I remember telling Troy it was easier playing Nathan Drake than to play as Nathan. Drake. <laughs> it was just, especially just because. I, you start feeling so responsible for keeping him alive, and then all of a sudden you realize, well, shit, that's me. You're the only one that's ever felt um, that way, by the way. I remember Uncharted, else, like, Uncharted Three. I remember, you know, every time he uh, Drake dies, you know, it's that, you know, ah, and <laughs> that, that music that was piping through my house because my kids were playing it, <laughs> oh. and, and I was like, either gonna just break the PlayStation and ground them. For killing me over and over, or, right? Uh, yeah, but I, I thought better of it, and I bought him the first headphones they ever had, so <laughs> I didn't have to hear it. Because Daddy it doesn't want to hear me dying. It would echo throughout my house. It'd be like, ah, and like Nate, Nate, no, and you know all that stuff. So do you think if they like yeah, over and over, if they like uh, were secretly mad at you, or like you made them like mow the lawn or something like yeah. that, in exchange they would run to the room and just start killing you over and over. Or, again. or, or I just walk in and it's my wife just throwing me off a cliff over and over. <laughs> no, it was Welcome it was home, dear. It was it was a little disconcerting. It was a little strange. I and I joked about it beforehand, but it actually did kind of get to me. And then Numbnuts decided to tell me that circle meant cover. <laughs> that, that made things a lot easier. Look. All I do is I play the game. Do you understand? You I never sit there and I go, okay, circle is cover, right? Six so, episodes. So six episodes in, you never told me that. No, I told. I think I think I told you the wrong button. I, I was like, I think it's square. Well, that's even And it was worse. like circles. Like, ah, oh, shit. That's that's my bad. That's on me. But Nolan, you had to have been playing for and just like while going through it, being like, I rem like I remember crouching more while making this. They're, like I don't understand when's the crouching. <laughs> yeah, thing. So like if you're a lot of driving crouching. a standard, you know, which I know it's tough on anymore. the hamstrings. You remember crouching. Well, it's I it's do. like you you hit the clutch and you go at first. For, you know, I, don't I just put it in first gear. A second, I don't go. I'm gonna put my foot on the left and then down you know to down to the, over to the left and down to hit second gear you just you just put it in gear man i don't know it's just muscle memory well we don't want to keep you guys too much longer but uh i don't know can i get freudian can i get freudian get freudian yeah yes freudian. i've been go, go for it all right all right so i'm, I'm meanwhile this is, a, this is a crazy dream like this is insane to me that i'm talking to the both of you but like you two are like. We get it. You want to fuck your mom. Oh, oh dude, you oh. beat me to the same joke. It's like, can we get Freudian? It's like, you want to fuck your mom? That's more of an edible thing, but sure. First of all, my Freudian psycho thing is all the butt stuff, not the mom stuff. Oh, understand. But that's, we have time for a different podcast. But like, you know, you two are the most iconic video game voices. You are like part of the protagonist ideal that millions and millions of people have embodied. And, like, a common thing is you're not, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger action guy. You're not, like uh, – you. I mean, you can. You both have incredible ranges. Let's just say that, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but there, the, like, what is it about, like, the reluctant hero? Because, like, it's always – like, the difference between just a bland kind of Superman character and, like, what you like, – your guys' is, like, I guess – 
uh, emotionally what gets com- yeah what gets compelling is it uh, just a product characters. of the times or like what do you feel is about like your characters that have resonated the most like psychologically very difficult question no uh, no it's a great question I think it's uh, <laughs> it's all about being relatable I think these I think um, I think everybody in real life it would be a reluctant hero you don't get up in the morning and you know, go out and get your coffee going. I hope there's trouble at the Starbucks. <laughs> I'm ready to whip some ass. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you. It's most heroes, quote unquote heroes, are, are thrust into situations they didn't seek out necessarily. Um, Drake didn't really want to kill all those people. He's like, hey, just go and get my treasure and let's get out of here. But, you know, circumstances change. Um, I, I think, and I think being relatable, I think that's what makes it, for at least for Nathan Drake, for that character, it was it was something that everybody can relate to. Because I tell fans all the time that, yeah, I played Nathan Drake and embodied that for the game, but you, the player, are Nathan Drake. You're the one making those moves, deciding to go left, right, punch, jump, climb. Gosh. God knows he knows how to climb. You know, <laughs> and, and I think that that's what made it, you know... It, you live that experience through performances that we may do, but it's your experience. And I think that's, um, you know, I think a hero by definition, true hero would be reluctant, you know, in, in all those cases, you know, it's not something again, that you go out hoping to find. It's just, (laughs) you're reacting to a situation and uh, overcoming, uh, you know, certain, certain odds. I would I would add to that and say that I think that's a product of uh, how writing in games has has really progressed and mm. elevated, especially in the last ten years with the advent of games like Uncharted and games going uh, a bit more quote cinematic. Uh, even though that doesn't mean like big set pieces and shooting it cinematically, it's just more we need to we can't just have a like you say, a character that's, I'm just a hero and I wake up every morning and put on my cape and go look for trouble. I think that worked for a time, but as the fidelity of games visually progress, so did the fidelity, the, the need for the fidelity, um, both up and down and in all, you know, unilaterally for that to, for that to evolve. And that's why you have companies like Naughty Dog that are the, t- the tip of the spear when it comes to them. They're mm. writing characters Joel is is a perfect example of a quote reluctant hero and someone who would not consider himself a hero, uh, but someone who is just a a survivor in a brutal world. Um, and I think the definition of a of a hero, a, a good protagonist, um, is someone that ultimately will embody the um, principle or the um, attribute that they were at at opposite with in the very beginning of the story. Um, and that to me is a uh, is a hero period, reluctant or otherwise. That's uh, yeah. that's what I think is the coolest thing about talking to you guys is that like there's an embodiment and like ideal heroic uh, masculine self that millions <laughs> of people have been imprinted with, and like the voice of that like fuzzy ideal is you guys. That's like that's what that timber is your voice, and that's Thanks. so mind blowing to me. Thanks, that's man. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm just yeah. so. It's, 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 it can be mind blowing to us too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll take it. It's a living. It's a wheel. We we are wheels in the cog of the machine. 
Also, I love hearing you guys on Retro Replay because I, that story where you talk about how you lit your hand on fire in the middle of class is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Avery. <laughs> she's uh, she's feeling much better now after much medication and treatment. That was the uh, Earthworm Jim episode. Check it that out. That was Earthworm Jim. My gosh. Hey, it was a, it was a science class. I was on brand. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Dude, and, uh, I'm, great I'm so I'm so sorry you had to play Fester's Quest for our enjoyment, but <laughs> at least we enjoyed it. So. Well, you know, we like to do that. We like to, you know, go back and play some of the shittier ones to, you know, show people <laughs> that, wow, that game I thought I liked. Our pain Terrible. is your pleasure, which sounds really weird. Yeah. Well, this is a, a newer one, but if I, if you ever get around to getting over it, I will be there for, to watch that. <laughs> getting so. over it? Yes, getting right. over it. It's just a man in a giant pot with a, a weird pickaxe, and you have to try to get him up a series of obstacles, and it's made to annoy the fuck out of you. Great so you name. Get I'm all over that point. now. I think I want <laughs> Nolan to play Leisure Suit Larry. I think yes, please. One hundred percent. I just want you guys to voice AKA Leisure the role that escaped you both. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You would, you would, if there, if there was a gritty reboot of Leisure Suit Larry, Nolan, you would one hundred percent be the titular (laughs) character. I just, Um, I just, I just picture that opening in like the Regal Beagle from the Freeze Company. You're not far off, my friend. You are not far off. And hopefully, Choi can voice all the sexy ladies. Uh, I will take the gig. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Well, there you have it. That's our interview with Nolan North and Troy Baker. awesome stuff man i just i I don't know what to say this was such a wonderful shout outs to drew over retro replay for making this happen definitely check it out it's real obviously really easy to google or look up on youtube just retro replay um (laughs) we're getting the the, we're definitely getting that corporate synergy go oh yeah um but anyways uh hey always remember keep on whizzing never stop bruising this show is made possible by listeners like you Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.